Welcome to the PA Leadership Podcast, brought to you by the Pennsylvania Association of Intermediate Units. The PA Leadership Podcast highlights aspiration, inspiration, and innovation in education during times of adversity and prosperity. Now to your hosts, Dr. Greg Coons and Dr. Mark Hoffman. All right, welcome to the PA Leadership Podcast. My name is Greg Coons, and I'm the Executive Director at the Schoolkill Intermediate Unit in Schoolkill, PA. And I'm Mark Hoffman. I'm the Executive Director of the Bucks County Intermediate Unit, co-hosting with Greg. Intermediate right. Units are the educational service agencies providing cost-effective, innovative services in Pennsylvania. We are really excited to bring this podcast to you that spotlights innovation and in education during times of adversity. Today, we are featuring the importance of kindness, caring, understanding, and patience when working in the field of technology. Our special guests work at Northwest Tri-County IU5. I had the great opportunity of seeing their presentation at the P&C conference in Hershey this past month. Our first special guest is Vince Humes, who serves as the Director of Innovative Technology Solutions. Hey, thanks for uh, having us, Greg. Yeah. And our second special guest is Bill Wiedenheft, who serves as the Supervisor of Innovative Technology Solutions. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having us. Of course. Good morning, guys. So let's get right into it. Um, we were excited to start this podcast, and we thought innovation would be a great topic to be the pioneer episode. Bill, you guys have something really interesting going on at your intermediate, and it related to K-Cups and this mm -hmm. K-Cup concept. Could you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Um, so I'll give you a little history. About two years ago, we were seeing a trend within technology of, of at least intermediate units and schools around us of the technology departments becoming outsourced and uh, being moved out of those locations. And so Vince and I got together and we talked about it and we really felt like we think that in the technology departments need to become strategic within an intermediate unit as well as the school districts. You know, you need to have a seat at that table with the execs or with your higher leadership to be a part of the school. You want to be a part of their goals and mission and vision. You know, when you outsource that, you lose that aspect. Yeah, can someone do the job? Sure. But when you have someone who's strategic to your position, um, that's a much better case. But something was still missing. And so we continued to search and search and search. And actually through evaluations that we do every year with our staff, and we had one particular staff who when I evaluated their way they affected our culture. Um, I said, you know, you personify kindness, caring, understanding, and patience. And then it hit us. Wow, K-Cup. What a great visual, right? You have the K-Cup for your Keurig, and it's like, there it is, K-Cup. Kindness, caring, understanding, and patience. And so it's like, that that makes sense to us. And so when you think about what that means to be in technology and do K-Cup, you know, you got to take yourself back into the early 90s when rough and gruff technology departments, you know, they were the the Nick Burns, uh, the company computer guy off in SNL, you know, they'd come in and somebody would have a problem and they'd be like, move, and he'd, he'd type on the keyboard and he'd say, hey, you ding dong, you didn't do it right. He'd make fun of you and they were rough and, and they just were hard individuals to deal with. And I think that carried with technology departments into the 2000s. And then now that we're getting further along the way, I think it's more apt for uh, people not to put up with that sort of thing. And so we integrated the kindness, caring, understanding, and patience into our department. Now, when you think about kindness, kindness is something you do when you walk up to a door, right? And somebody's coming behind you and you open the door. That's being kind to someone. So once you've done that, you're starting the relationship because we're talking about building relationships. So we're now kind to that person. Now, when you slowly over time build that relationship, you, you become caring with them. I think about caring for like an elderly parent. You know, you're caring for someone in the sense that I've, I've, I have a connection, a heart connection. You're starting to slowly build that to you. And then when you move into understanding someone after you're kind and caring, you know, maybe they come up to you one day and they're just yelling at you, right? 
and they've had you don't know what's going on, but they actually had a bad day, or maybe something happened and they they got something put on them, and they don't know how to accomplish it technologically. So they come to you, but they're sometimes yelling at you. And so if you aren't looking from the K cup up to the you so far and understanding where they're coming from, uh, you might be defensive and that's not productive, but you're building the relationship. So now I can look at that scenario and say, ah, they might be upset, but I understand where they're coming from. You know what? I'm going to sympathize, empathize with them. And then, you know, you can work together and solve the problem, move on to patience uh, that builds from that relationship. And now I have patience in that, in that conversation because they're upset. They may not even know how to tell you what's wrong with their problem. And so you need to be patient to work through the scenario they're going through, and then you know you work it out for them. So ultimately, in the end, what we've seen at our intermediate unit is a, is a culture shift. And so the reciprocation is what we're looking at. I cake up to you. I do that over time. And yeah, I'm going to take some lashes, some people who may just not want to be cake up back. But over time, I mean, I think that relationship becomes built, and then you get the reciprocation. So that's, that's the, the, the basis of cake up. Okay, well, I'm going to ask Vince a question here. I'm going to take us in a little bit of a different direction. Um, in leadership, we often take risks. How often do you take risks in your position and have those risks panned out for you? <clears throat> so, you know, I think uh, risk is just a part of leadership. You, you, Every day, I think every decision we make has a certain level of risk to it. You know, sometimes it's right. minor, sometimes it's monumental. And so, you know, most of the time I think uh, – you know, the risk is, is paying off. And when I think about risk, I, I go back to the first job I had. You know, Regis, he was a great guy, gave me my first job. I went to him, I was like, hey, I want to make this change. And he says to me, do you have a backup? I'm like, yeah, I got a backup. He's like, did you double check that it works? It's like, yeah, I know it works. He goes, have at it then. And I've never forgot that lesson from him. It's like, plan it out, double check yourself and go for it. So overall, you know, that's just kind of what risk is. It's like, just don't jump off the cliff, but, you know, plan out what you're going to do. Have a fallback plan. Recently, we kind of personified this was we were switching our voice systems to Microsoft Teams. And I got some really strange looks from staff members. Like he's, he's gone off the deep end. And I even had a couple of tech coordinators from school say to me, you've lost your mind. And, and so, you know, along the way, I was starting to believe him a little bit. We hit some snags and it was like, oh, maybe I'm, I'm wrong here. But we kept trudging ahead and we finally got it. But in the background, I still have my old phone system I could fall back on. So it wasn't going to be just flat down and, and that was going to be it. And, and I think when we're talking about our K-Cup initiative, it kind of ties into that. You know, we built those relationships as we tried to, you know, roll out that. So they understood what we were doing and then they helped us. And, you know, so if we stumbled or we, we fell down flat on the floor and got carpet burns from it, you know, those relationships, they help pick us up, brush us off and push us forward. It, it's so great to hear that. And it sounds like you have a great culture going on at your intermediate unit. Yeah, it, it is helpful because I work with a super uh, leadership team at the, the IU. All of them are just amazing people. And I'm, you know, I'm probably a little biased towards IUs because I think IU people are just amazing anyhow. But uh, yeah, it's, it's great to have that team. Let me put a bill on the spot here. Mm, how, do you, how do you like working with Vince? I really like working with Vince because he allows me to be me. And there are times when I do things, I think, out of my inexperience or lack of wisdom. And he never chastises me for it. He always allows me kind of to, to fail enough that it's not catastrophic, but enough that I learn the lesson. And I appreciate that. And I had an, a boss pre previous to him who did the same thing. And I think my 
personality can be different at times. And him being the leader that he is, I think recognizes that I need a little bit of room to to do certain things. And I feel like I'm not like put in a box and he allows me to do what I need to do. And I appreciate that from him. It's great. I, I could see that, you know, he allows you that freedom to, you know, mm-hmm. to take these risks mm-hmm. and, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. We move on. We learn from the mistakes. I think it's fantastic. So Vince, that's a, that's a kudos to you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks. Greg, I think we should lower the volume on Vince's uh, headphones and then Bill can answer the question without Vince listening. <laughs> oh yeah. Perfect. Excellent. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, speaking of Vince's leadership, Vince, Congratulations. Um, I understand that you were just awarded the Chief Technology Officer of the Year Award, which is well-deserved. You and I have been working together in various roles for many, many years. There's no one more deserving of that award than you. And I think this K-Cup initiative, your risk-taking, your passion for supporting school districts and intermediate units is obviously what led to you being recognized by your peers. Do you want to share a little bit more about that award? Uh, Yeah. So it uh, it was a great award to get. Thank you for uh, bringing that up. Uh, I was pretty excited about that. You know, I've I've been in educational technology for a a long time. You know, I've been at the IU for like 22 years and ed tech for about 34 and in technology for over 40. So thanks, Mark, for reminding me how old I am. Uh, (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) So if, if you think about that experience, you have an emerging leader listening to this podcast or someone who's interested in getting into a leadership position or perhaps someone that's in the position looking for some advice. Based on that wealth that you have of experience supporting your organization and the organizations around the intermediate unit, what's that advice? What's that golden key? It's probably not one single thing, though, is it? No, it, it isn't. I mean, when you look at you know, things that have happened over you know, my career, especially for technology, I mean, the technology change has been nothing short of phenomenal. But you know, even the people have been the changes there. You know, people used to be reluctant, and now they're you know acceptance of it. We went used to go from separate technology plans to we have technology infused comprehensive plans now. So just the shift in how we we look at things, and I I think for leaders, you know, aspiring leaders, is you've always got to be looking for that that change. When we went to lead to come down here, we're walking down the hallway and we're following this family, and this little girl's just bebopping all over the you know the hallway, and her ponytails are flying all over and they head into the room and they're going to do an early intervention eval. And, you know, it suddenly dawned on me. It's like, wow, you know, I work for an organization that can provide life-changing services to people. And you know, if that doesn't get you a little bit psyched, then, you know, you really need to think about that because it does. It's, it's what we're there for. And, and I think from a technology standpoint, you always have to remember that what everything we do helps deliver that life-changing service. So be looking for it. You know, it isn't about the technology. Be looking for opportunities. Be creative. Be innovative. You know, you don't have to be Apple to be innovative. You just got to be looking for opportunities to make small changes. So, you know, look for the opportunities because change is just taking advantage of opportunities. Well, that's excellent. I, I love the example too with the, the girl with the early intervention. You know, it's it's amazing what we do. And, and it, it starts... Honestly, our services really birth all the way through. We are really helping students all over, all over Pennsylvania. And everything that you're doing, it's just really amazing. So we, we do appreciate that. And something that we highlight in this podcast is all those, that behind-the-scenes work that we do, we want to bring that into the spotlight. And we want to share that with our listeners so that they can learn from this and understand that every person is valued 
in the educational system. And, you know, we're bringing every, everyone forward with a focus, with a primary laser focus on students. So excellent. So I have a, a follow-up question for Bill. Uh, Bill, you talked about relationships. Yep. And I had this great mentor of mine. His name was Hal Bloss. And he would say, he'd use this mantra, we're in the relationship business. All right. So how does that statement resonate with you, Bill? Well, Around our IU, we have a lot of little sayings along the wall, kind of similar to what you're talking about. And one of the one of the sayings is, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, is you know people don't remember what you did for them; they remember how you made them feel. And I like K Cup right. is that. And that gentleman you spoke about is right. You know, we are in the relationship business. You know, when you're out and about and you're talking to teachers and you're you're helping support them, you're building that relationship. Yeah, they need the the technology to do the task. But at the end of the day, we're ultimately, like Vince said, you know, we're we're serving those kids. I'm helping. And I have to, I draw my value as a tech person from knowing that every day I go home and I can say, I helped a child or I helped a young adult or I helped a, um, an adult who maybe needs coming back in and get their GED or something like that. So it goes all the way up ages, you know, and so that gives me a lot of fulfillment. But if you're not building those relationships, I think you're missing out on something. It, it just enhances everything. So I think that that gentleman there was right. Absolutely. This is a relationship business. It reminds me of something that we talk about as an immediate folks intermediate leaders, team members that were a service agency. And so many of us work within service divisions, within service agencies. Yeah. So not only are we supporting the end stakeholder, the student, but we're supporting the team of people that are supporting the student. Absolutely. I think you guys have captured that beautifully today. Well, thank you. It's all about the student. So Bill and Vince, so I'm looking at this K-Cup. All right. So you got to tell me a little bit more about this. You know, I think our listeners want to hear about this. This it's it looks like I got a white K cup here. On the top is a label, and it shows the K cup. It says kindness, caring, understanding, patience, and it says on the on the bottom there's a website and a phone number. All right, and then on the side we got to love this. Uh, there's a picture of Taylor Swift with a little phrase here. I don't know about you, but we're feeling 22. <laughs> Tell me about this. Tell me about Well, I think Vince has got the real backstory here. Go ahead, Vince. So we, we had the K-Cups, and it came across New Year's, and we were talking with Heather in our department. It's like, oh, we need to do something you know, unique for the New Year. So Heather actually came up with that. We put those stickers on. So we went around uh, after the New Year's break and just started putting them on people's desks just to you know, help cheer people up a little bit. I mean, hey, it made you smile, and you got to eat. Hershey kisses. So how, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a tangible gift too, which is nice. You know, you want to be able to give somebody something. And oftentimes in our department, if something doesn't go right, or even if it goes really right, somebody will come down and be like, Hey, here, I'm going to give you this to you. And you'd be mad. You'd be amazed how many people are like, really? You're giving me? Yeah. And it's like, Oh, it's cake. And you know, you'd see the carry the K cup. It's called a K cup. So it's like perfect, right? Great visual. Yeah, and people yeah. just love to receive something. And especially if it doesn't go right, it's nice to be able to say, you know, I'm really sorry this didn't go right for you. You know, we, we did our best or whatever the scenario may be and just hand them something physical to say thanks. And we always say what coffee and chocolate, which one? And everybody's like chocolate, chocolate. I'm like, come on, yeah. go for the coffee. Then you got to remind them, don't put it in the Keurig because you're going to have soup. Uh, <laughs> if you push that in the Keurig and there's kisses in the bottom of the things, but, um, but yeah, it works out as a good visual. Yeah. I know going back to my teaching days, I was chocolate, you know, cause that got me through the day after mm-hmm. lunch, you know, you're coming down from your, your lunch and I was hitting the chocolate. I work. I went to the dark side when I went to administration, and then all of a sudden I'm drinking coffee. So I mean, I, I you got a little bit of both. So I see what you're saying with that, yeah, guys. Such a simple concept, but again, pulling this back, leaving you know, coming all the way from the Jimmy Fallon computer guy, mm. all the way to this, where where you're actually thinking about the human side of IT, the human side of technology. 
it's amazing. I, I, I really, I really love that you're you've you've built you're building this culture in your organization. I really encourage our listeners to take these simple concepts and do this with fidelity. Right over time, it sounds like you've you've really got a good thing going there and and building a, a nice culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, guys, where can listeners find out more about your intermediate unit? So uh, you can check us out on the web at uh, www.iu5.org, and uh, you can find all our services and how to get a hold of us there. Absolutely. Excellent. We really appreciate you being with us, sharing the story, Greg, your idea of this being something that's simple and replicable and something that essentially went viral in your intermediate. And it sounds like it's not just limited to the technology department. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. That reciprocation is, is ultimately where you're at. So you, de- you definitely want that. A yeah. great tip that people can take today and replicate and leverage in their own intermediate units or any organization, really. Absolutely. Well, guys, I got to thank you. I, uh, Mark and I are, are thrilled to be hosting this podcast. You, you're officially our our first special guest, uh, so it's it's really been it's been a great opportunity for us. I'd like to thank you for being here today with us and joining us on the podcast. For our listeners, our next podcast this is going to be a monthly podcast. So the next podcast will feature the value of support staff in our schools and is titled The Supermen and Superwomen in Education. We will have our special guests, Dr. Don Martin and Mr. Adam Blank from IU1 joining us. Thank you for listening to the PA Leadership Podcast, where we highlight innovation and education during times of adversity. Until next time, make it a great day and innovate PA. Thanks, guys. You're welcome.